Berman Golf Podcast, where we're helping golfers over the age of 60 increase distance off the tee so that they can hit shorter irons into the green. Yeah, baby. You can visit us at BermanGolf.com for more information and get ready. This is going to be a fun one. And we're rolling the Long Balls Golf Podcast. Dr. Jake Berman here with my co-host. John Cermak. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We are turning it up a notch today, baby. We're getting more and more explicit on how exactly do you do this thing? How do you gain more distance? How do you use your body better? How does that translate into shooting more consistently? And ultimately, more bragging rights. More money from your friends. Take that money, baby. All the way to the bank. So we're going to talk about four key things that we always usually check on our clients before we're starting with them. So basically, these are checkpoints that we go over before we actually introduce them to the Berman method or the Berman method of golf performance. So we go and really check their connection to the ground, which is number one. Hold on a second. You're getting ahead of yourself there, killer. Connection to the ground is irrelevant if they don't have alignment. Oh, okay. So I'll go in perfect order. Yes, let's go in order. Come on now. First thing that we're going to go over then in perfect order from the top, from the TV top. First is alignment. The difference between your body line and the actual target line or shot line. The second part is posture. The third part is balance. And finally, the connection to the ground or how well you're positioning your body so you can be connected to the ground and use it as a platform to push yourself forward through the golf swing, through the golf shot, and actually transfer all your energy to the ball in a very efficient manner. Yes. Do you want to translate it in normal terms like yes. you usually do? Yes, yes. You you can do the, the techie analytical golf philosophy lingo and i'll be the the dumb biomechanics expert over here and say listen here this is how you do it (laughs) (laughs) let's start off with alignment because alignment is one of those things where every golfer knows or at least thinks or they they should know that alignment is crucial however how you go about doing alignment evolves, especially as you age. In particular, there's so many golfers that we work with that have this staggered stance alignment because one thing or another, the most common one is they they have their back foot, so usually their right foot for the right-handed golfer, they have it back away from the, the alignment rod because it helps them get a bigger backswing. Right? Yeah, so effectively they're cl- they're closing themselves up to the target shot or to the, the so by putting your your right foot or your back foot if for lefties is your left foot behind or away from the from the body line, you're effectively closing your hips and closing your shoulders to the target line, and this is sometimes done as a band aid to actually patch something in the swing, and it allows players to actually rotate a little bit more to not rotate effectively, but to feel like they're rotating more so they can hit it a little bit longer. But that's not the case. Usually what happens is that they're so away from the ball that they chunk it, they top it, and they actually lose their consistency. So that's number one you were saying. Yep, that's definitely number one. And the funny thing about it is 
you said a big thing there, and I think it's very important for everybody to hear it again, is when you do that staggered stance, it is a Band-Aid. It's not a fix. There's a reason why you can't make the turn with a proper alignment. So taking that step back, yeah, it's a Band-Aid. It might work for a week, a month, a year, maybe even a couple of years, but there will be a point to where it's not going to work anymore. And that's when people start to get frustrated and then it's a downward spiral from there. It's just, it's impossible. And I've always said this, and you hear me say it all the time when I'm in one of your, your, your coaching sessions or your training sessions is that how do you grab a club head, which is effectively two and a half inches wide, three inches wide tops? Like how, how wide is a, is a seven iron really, the club face? Three inches? Yeah, I'd go with three inches. How do you swing that at 100 miles an hour towards a ball that is like an inch and a half, two inches wide with body positioning that is not correct or efficient? How do you repeat that? You can hit it once, maybe twice in the golf round. Okay, let's say that out of the 72 shots, you're not hitting 72 shots. You're hitting more over 100, right? Or let's say you're hitting around between 90 and 100. That's that's the average for, for the, the clients that we usually see. Let's see that. Let's say that out of those 96 shots, 20 are good, 70-something are terrible because they don't have consistency. That's where you see those staggered stances coming into play and not allowing them to be consistent. Exactly. And there's always going to be somebody that it works for. There's always going to be a good golfer that that works for. I mean, you can use that excuse all the way to the PGA Tour where you're looking at Bubba Watts and he's got more moving parts than a sieve, I think I heard one of the the commentators say. And like a Swiss watch. Yeah, whatever it is. I mean, it's, it's just so horribly not traditional, but he can get away with it. That doesn't mean that everybody else can get away with it. So just because one person listening to this plays really good golf with that staggered stance doesn't mean that it's appropriate for the rest of the majority. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect. I mean, there's a reason why one of the uh, alignment being one of the four key fundamentals that we teach is so important because it actually sets you up for success. Right. So, you know, now, now I'll be the one that goes a little bit deep here and explain why it is that way is because your brain subconsciously is so much smarter and so much faster than you are consciously. And it knows that you're trying to accomplish a task right? It knows you're trying to hit the ball in a certain direction. And it also knows that your body is not in the proper alignment to accomplish said task. So, the number one way that it is going to compensate is with the flippity-floppity. The flippity-floppity. And that leads to topping it, chunking it, flippity-floppity is hands, you know, using your hands to whip it through. It's because you're coming so much from the inside then the only way to hit the ball is by flipping your hands over and saving basically a shot. If you've ever seen the golf channel, you've seen a player that usually happens. Usually it's like, for example, players like Luke Donald or Jason Day where they hit it. They're about to hit it way right. But you can see it in the Konica Minolta golf swing hub, like the the slow speed camera. You can see how they flip their hands over to the left and they save the shot in the last second. They're doing that by instinct. Most players flip their hands over because their stance is so bad that they have no other choice but to do that. And they do it in a a repetitive uh, motion or consistently. Right. 
And what's the one of the other worst things that happens to it is you flip it so hard, that's the duck hook. Yeah. So the point of this is alignment is very important, especially when you get older. When you start changing up your alignment because you can't get a big enough turn, shoulder turn or backswing, whatever it is, that is a Band-Aid. You're essentially putting a Band-Aid on a bullet hole. What we are going to do is fix the reason why you can't get that shoulder turn. We give you the ability to get that shoulder turn. And that actually comes into the next one we're about to talk about. So the next one will be posture. And posture. Dun, 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 posture. It's, I think posture is so overlooked because people just stand however they, they can over the ball. And I think this speaks a lot to you in the biomechanical environment where you see people with so many body problems, they really can't stand over the ball the right way. One of the things that we teach at Berman Golf is the ability to be able to stand in the right posture so you can engage your muscles correctly. You can also really get the upper torso rotation that you need to be able to swing the club. Right. So I've got tons and tons of videos on posture. Oh, good job correcting your posture as you're sitting there, Jan. Psychological. (laughs) However, it's so crucial on a biomechanical standpoint because when you have even the slightest round in your upper back, it locks your upper thoracic spine from being able to rotate left and right. So I do this test or this example all the time on videos. So just search anything that I've made, posture, uh, shoulder turn, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And the way I do it is I will lock my hips. I will not let my hips turn at all. And I'll put the golf club across my shoulders, you know, you know, east to west. or across your, across your clavicle bones. Yeah, across the clavicle bones there. And I will try to make a shoulder turn, standing straight up, not even in a a golf stance, just standing straight up. And I'll try to turn my shoulders in a bad posture or just a slightly rounded shoulder posture. And then I'll go into a correct posture and I'll do the same exact motion. My hips are not moving or anything, just my upper body. And the motion is always at least 100% better if not 200% better. How can they try it? How can they try this at home to just understand what we're doing right now? Because I'm doing it right now as so we're sitting. I'm hunched over. Yeah. I cross my arms on, I run, across my chest. Yeah. So I have my hands on my shoulders, basically. Yeah. And I'm hunched over. I have like the belly c- coming out. Yeah. I'm trying to turn. And I, I think I have like 25 degrees, 35 degrees. I don't know how many degrees, but it's... Let's not even use degrees. Yeah. Let's do percentages of how it changes when you go into good posture. So let's say that I, I... There it's 20% rotation. So now when I get up and immediately, I think I'm going up to like, what, 55? I don't know. Like it's going up. <laughs> like I've gained like at least twice or... Two. So you're loosey-goosey. So you improve your rotation 400% by getting into yeah. good posture. So if, when you're in bad posture, you're going, let's use the number two. When you're in good posture, you're going two, four, six, eight, the number eight. So it's just 400% better shoulder turn. And it's not dra- dramatic. I wish we were recording this right now. Drew would be happy if we we're recording this. He's pissed off that we're not recording videos. Video, video, videotaping it. Yeah, video in this. But it's insane because we're not making dramatic changes. We're doing just a normal slouch hump 
that I'm certain that 99% of the people listening to this right now are in. And all we're doing is lifting your chest up a little bit. You know, just lift the chest up, nice proud chest, and then do the same exact shoulder turn and it will increase at least 100%. I mean, it has to, biomechanically, it has to. It's like you're shut and then you're open. Yeah. And you're shut, yep. you're open, and you feel the turn. It's insane how yep. much more you can turn. Yep. And all we're, we're remember, we're talking about number two, posture, how important posture is right now. And all we're talking about is the upper body right now. We haven't even talked about the lower spine or the hips or the knees. And I don't think that we should get into that right now because it's just a lot. It's a lot, a lot. I think that people will get significant value if they just focus on the upper body for now. And we can get into that other stuff later. Yep. You okay with that? Yeah, no, of course. Okay. So what's number three? So number three is balance, which kind of brings together alignment and posture because you can have good alignment, you can have good posture, but if you don't have balance, it's like it, n nothing matters. It doesn't even matter because how do you come back? So l let's put it this way. Let's say that you have a building, right? And this building has a very loose base like so the base of the building the, the the actual structure where it sits it's loose and you you have winds what's gonna happen to that building it's gonna flip flop around when the wind comes in right okay let me use a better analogy <laughs> we'll use the same analogy i'll just make it a little easier to understand because we live in naples florida naples florida is right on the coast we're right on the beach and hurricanes come here we have mansions, monstrous mansions built literally right on the beach. They're right there on the beach. I think we've got a record. The record-sized house here in Naples is 55,000 square feet or something like that. And it's right on the beach. So you t imagine this giant house built right on the beach without a solid foundation, meaning without a solid concrete foundation poured that house will look really good for a while. It'll withstand, it'll probably withstand some nice summer rain, some nice tropical storms, maybe even a category one hurricane. But once the wind starts picking up, that thing's going to tumble over because it's got no foundation. Now you take that same exact house and you put a four foot thick concrete foundation underneath it it's going to withstand Hurricane Irma, Category 5 hurricane coming through. No problem. That's what we're talking about with balance here is how well is your weight distributed through your feet? Is it in your toes? Is it in your heels? Is it on the outside of your feet? Is it through the middle of the foot? Forwards, backwards, or is it centered? Yeah. So imagine if you had a line that goes from your head all the way down through your body, all the way to your feet. That line should go straight from the top to the bottom, go through the middle of your foot, through the balls of your feet. That's where your weight should be. And that is, is conducive to great balance. And also one of the things that we teach, which is the way that we can, you want to explain it, the rolling? The rolling? Of the foot. Oh, got it. So I can always pick this out. It's funny because the past two mornings I've been out at Talos Park watching the Titleist guys doing some 
some driver fitting and wood fitting. So they're, they're fitting driver and three woods and other woods for the pros in the area, all the pros that they're, they've got accounts with. And it's absolutely amazing to watch the difference from a plus uh, handicapper pro, like a pro that is really, really good, that is just kicking ass in every tournament that he goes into versus other pros that I've seen that they're not bad. They're single digit handicappers, you know, a lot like you, right? You're, you're rare, very good golfer, but it's so amazing because the first thing that I look at every single time in every single one of their swings is what is their right foot doing at the top of the backswing. And the number one difference from those plus scratch golfers to the single digit handicappers is the foot movement, that right foot movement in the top of the backswing transitioning into the downswing versus no movement. The good golfers, their foot does not move at all. Like that thing is just planted. Rock solid. Rock solid versus the single digit handicappers that I've been watching. It shifts, it rolls, it rolls to the outside. There's movement there in the transition. And it's so crazy because you can see it as a direct correlation with inconsistency. Directly correlates with inconsistency. It's absolutely amazing. This has been one of the most valuable past two days that I've ever had watching amateur golfers is I was right there standing right behind them, five yards behind them watching this the whole time. And the really good golfers, their right leg, their knee does not bend or straighten. Their foot does not slide or do anything else. It's just solid. Absolutely solid. Right? Yeah. It's completely different because you see the best players have such good balance that they're able to translate. They're able to to use their balance effectively to translate the energy from their feet to the ball and they move through the ball. So when you're talking about that right solid foot planted on the ground, you basically what you're saying is that the best the difference between the best players and normal or regular players is their ability to stay connected and stay planted to the ground and apply good balance and, and efficient posture to the to the golf swing and just hit through the ball. And that's gonna lead us to the last one that we're gonna we're not going to say it. Are we going to save it for the next <laughs> podcast? I mean, if you want to, you're you going to make them wait. You, you guys stay tuned. <laughs> that's, that's mean. These are years of experience that we're putting out there for free. People got to, you know, they got to, <laughs> they got to wait a little bit. I actually think that it's a good idea for us to save the fourth one for the next one because we could easily spend 20 minutes talking about that one. It it basically brings everything together, and I think that it deserves much more time than just a few minutes within this spot. I think we need to go deep into it and actually talk about what you're talking about, that pro, what he's doing with his body is exactly what normal people don't, don't do. And it's critical because that last facet or part or that last step brings all the first three steps together and it, it helps golfers apply yeah. the correct motions to the ball. Yep, yep. Cool. So let's summarize everything so that we can talk about it real quick so that they have a good visual on what the first three things are. So the first thing is... Is alignment. alignment. So the difference between your body line and the actual target line yep. and how people confuse aligning your body to aligning the actual ball and the club to the target. Yep. So let's talk about it. Everybody should know what the driveway 
rods are for up north. You know, the snow driveway yeah. rods, they're alignment sticks. We call them alignment sticks down here in the south because we don't have snow. They <laughs> call them driveway sticks up there in the north because they do have snow. Yeah. It, make sure you stay on the driveway, follow the sticks, right? So to do this really correctly, you really got to have four sticks, yeah. in my opinion. One stick is between the ball and the target because that's your target line. So yeah. Um, if you're a right-handed golfer, it's going to be on the left side of the golf ball going towards the target. So that's your target line for the golf ball. The next stick should be at your feet. Now you want those first two sticks to be in perfect parallel, like railroads, railroad yeah. tracks. Now the next stick I like to have is in in your front belt line. And you can try to loop it through the front two belt loops of your pants. So now you've got a stick that's showing the alignment of your pelvis. And then the last stick, the fourth stick, I like to have across your clavicle, so across and across your chest. Now, ideally, in a perfect world, all four sticks are in perfect parallel, meaning that none of them are perpendicular or crossing in any way, shape, or form. That's how you know that your shoulders are neutral to the target, not open, not closed. Your pelvis is neutral to the target, not open, not closed. Your feet are in proper alignment, not open, not closed. And the ball is actually going in the right direction. Now, I know that's a lot. However, you should just try to do it just to see what it feels like. Like, see how bad your alignment is compared to good alignment. It's probably going to feel really strange. <laughs> but that's a, that's a case for all of us. We've all been there. We've all done it. Yeah. And if you want to improve, it's something you have to do. Yep. Second thing is posture. Posture. The ability to stand in the correct way in front of the ball will allow you to have more upper body rotation. Your upper torso rotation will actually help you be more efficient when you hit the ball. Yep. So posture is critical to being efficient when you hit the ball. Yep. So get into your normal golf posture. And the simple thing that you can try to do is just lift your chest up, not your head up. Most people lift their head up when I say lift your chest up. No, just lift your chest up, not your head. That's one of the easiest things. We're not, don't, Jan's over here pointing at his ass, stick your ass back and do all that. We're not getting into all that. We're going to stay simple. Just lift your chest up. And then the third one is balance. It's the ability to feel the weight on your feet and how you're actually using your weight properly. Yeah, not in your toes, not in your heels. Fall of your feet stay centered and be able to use it across all the swing positions Yep. from, you know, from your, your six o'clock to your nine o'clock to the top of the back swing impact three o'clock and then finish. You should be able to be always be in perfect balance. Yep. One of the easiest ways you can tell where the balls of your feet are or where it's supposed to be is imagine where the weight would be right before you jumped. If you're going to go and try to jump your weight is not going to be in your heels. It's not going to be in your toes. It's going to be right in the middle of the middle of your foot, right in the balls of the feet there. Exactly. And then finally, the fourth one. Uh, you thought I was going to say oh. it, right? <laughs> you're going to have to wait for that one. Cool. That was a fun one. I hope everybody enjoyed that. I hope you guys practiced that little that little test, sitting in a chair, checking your shoulder turn with bad posture versus good posture. Comment. Make sure you subscribe to this. 
pass this along to somebody that needs it and keeps tuning in. We're going to keep the great content, great, great, valuable content coming your way and tune in next time. See you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. For more information, please go to bermangolf.com. That's B as in boy, E-R-M-A-N, bermangolf.com and check out a ton of stuff that we have there. Or even better, go to our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. We're even on TikTok. Check us out everywhere. We've got tons of content going out every week. And please give us a thumbs up. Comment on the videos. Let me know what your questions are. Try to shoot holes in this. I'll do whatever I can to help you out the best that I can. Thank you, guys.